8.02 on a Friday, henceforth known as A-Dog. What are we going with on Fridays now? Funk Fridays. That's right. Funky Fresh Fridays. Ooh, nice alliteration. There's a real chemistry between the dogs back there, A-Dog and Laddie. We got a lot of dog in us. You do. Your dog for 60 is off the charts. Halford and Bruff of the Morning is brought to you by the Delari family of Acura Dealers. Experience the Delari difference today by visiting your nearest Delari Acura dealer today. Hour three of the program. It is now underway. We're going to talk to Moj in a moment here to kick off Hour 3. It is brought to you by Campbell & Pound Real Estate Appraisers. Trust the expertise of Campbell & Pound. You can do so by visiting them on the internet at campbell-pound.com today. Phone lines now. Moj on the line joining us. Halford & Bruff Show, Sportsnet 650. What up, Moj? You tell me. What is it today? What we learned Fridays? Today Would is Ask Us Anything ask Friday. What is it today? It is Ask Us Anything Friday. You should know this by now. I always try and curtail a particular food, Ask Us Anything, for you. I'll do so by the end of the hit. But, yes, it's a tradition here. Ask Us Anything Friday. You should rotate it. I think then so. Then I'd have more fun yeah. with it. Okay. I, I have an Ask Us Anything. What happened to the Lions in Toronto? Probably their sloppiest game of the year. It was, you know, uh, drop passes, um, turnovers, just bad penalties at bad times and you know despite all of that they had an opportunity to still tie the game and send it in overtime and Sean White who came into the game with 17 consecutive field goals and has been as reliable as they come yeah it's an upright so that just kind of tells you what type of game it was for the Leos it's just got to put it in the rearview mirror and hopefully just move forward and come up with a better and more coordinated effort against the Bombers tomorrow is it impossible to kick at BMO Field as I remember their last visit before that loss, and it was funny when 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 Sean White was lining that up, the the TV guys were like, "And he's missed seventeen in a row." I'm like, "This is definitely missing." Yeah, you know, as soon as you hear that, and you, especially if you have money on the game, yeah, it's like that's, that's going death, right? Yeah, um, you know that that end zone hasn't been friendly to the Lions. If you remember, that was the end zone last year where Jimmy Camacho missed three field goals in the last five minutes including that one where the Argonauts completely mismanaged yeah. the clock at the end of the game and allowed the Lions another opportunity to win the football game, and Camacho went 0 for 3. Um, it's, yeah, but, you know, to be honest, uh, we were talking to Steph Lintoff, Julio Caravetto was yesterday at practice, and the wind was just, it was wreaking havoc with the kicking all day long, and, and Steph was just talking about that. So I think that might have come into play, but regardless, the Lions, like I said, probably the sloppiest game of the year. We're speaking to Bob the Moj Marjanovic here on Sportsnet 650, a presentation of West Coast Auto Group. Great service, great selection just over the bridge in Maple Ridge. Moj, tomorrow night, 7 o'clock at BC Place. Uh, what kind of lineup are you expecting to see from the Bombers? Well, we know that Zach Caleros will not play a quarterback. Drew Brown gets the start. We just got the Winnipeg depth chart a couple right. of minutes ago, and it confirmed what they're probably going to do with their offensive line. And um Three of their offensive linemen, Bryant Newfield and the former Lion, Jamarcus Hardrick, are all out of the lineup. So if they're not on the roster, they will not play. So that's one area that the Bombers have made some changes. Also on defense, Nichols and Rutledge won't be playing as well. A couple of starters. So they're uh, they're going to rest some players. And who knows what the players that they have on the roster right now that are active and how much they will play during the course of the game. But Head coach Mike O'Shea is walking that fine line, right? I mean, reps versus rest. And right now he's choosing rest with a lot of the players on his team. And, you know, his angle, of course, is to have a healthy team heading into the playoffs. Now, of course, we all know that perhaps there's a little rush with the team. 
that has a lot of these players rested. We saw that last year with Winnipeg and how they came out of the gates against Saskatchewan in the Western final, but uh, we'll see what happens with the Bombers moving forward. It wouldn't be a week in BC Lions land without at least one significant injury. This time it was an injury to a guy that wasn't even playing because he was already out injured. So Steven Richardson, uh, I know that he's got one of the best nicknames ever, Stove. That's a good nickname, Stevie Stove Richardson. I also know he's 5'11", 304 pounds. He was a big free agent acquisition, but they never got to see anything of him this year, and now he's done for even longer. Yeah, I mean, re-aggravated that Achilles. But I'll be honest, guys, even if he was ready to go, there was some real discussion with the Lions organization in terms of how to get him on the roster. Because one of the guys that's kind of really flying under the radar this year, he's not putting up numbers in terms of tackles and sacks. But, you know, from what I'm hearing, one of the players that grades out the highest each and every week is nose tackle Josh Banks. And it's a position where you don't, you know, get a lot of attention. All you have to do is take on double teams to try to free up linebackers behind you. You try to push the pocket back. And I'll give you a perfect example of Josh Banks this year. There was a game in Ottawa where Marcus Sales came up and got a safety. And, you know, people talked about Sales and getting the safety. Ottawa ran the ball to the right side. And when they ran the ball to the right side, Banks pushed his offensive lineman so far into the backfield that the running back had the bubble. And what we mean by that is just kind of like veer outside rather than going north-south. And when he did that, it allowed Marcus Sales time to come up and make the tackle. So there's an old expression in football, you don't make the tackle, but you make the play. And that's what's happened with Josh Banks this year. He's been one of the Lions that's kind of really flown under the radar, but it's had a great season for them. I guess we're kind of burying the lead in Lions land right now because there's a lot of talk about Nathan Rourke and whether or not he might be able to play again for the Lions this season. Rick Campbell, according to Farhan, even said, I think there's a reasonable chance that Nathan plays again during the regular season. Uh, I did see video of him throwing the ball at practice, and I was like, he looks good. Put him in. Uh, but what is it? Don't show what? him from the waist down. He looks <laughs> yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. And he's, he's more of a pie. Just don't don't rush. Uh, he's got that Liss Frank injury uh, mojo, and, and, and having read up on that and obviously gone to med school, I know that you can't rush those things. Uh, so what what are you hearing about Nathan Rourke? Well, seeing him at practice, and Rick Campbell told me the same thing yesterday. He said – they're hoping for the final regular season game to get everyone back into the lineup, whether it's Lucky Whitehead, whether it's Brian Burnham, whether it's Nathan Rourke, all those Delvin Bro, um, all of these players are hoping to get back into the lineup for the final game in Winnipeg. Um, I've seen Rourke at practice. I've seen him throw. The one thing that I haven't seen Nathan Rourke is do any type of running, like, you know, like on a rollout or a sprint out or anything like that. He's been limited, obviously. All he's done is thrown with the quarterbacks in certain situations. But there's the key for me. Um, he's throwing the football, yes, but I haven't seen him do any sort of running yet. And I think that'll probably be one of the big keys on whether or not he's been a- he'll be able to play in that final against Winnipeg is if he can get to that stage. Uh, let's turn our attention to the Seahawks for a moment here. They're hosting on Sunday against the Arizona Cardinals. And because the NFC West has been very mediocre this season, this game has major consequences for at or near top of the table. Um, I cannot believe it. I think we've done this three weeks in, in a row here, Moj. We've come in and talk about the Seahawks and talk about how bad the run defense is and how sloppy the tackling is. Yeah, and, and you know, it, it's kind of funny because when you look at the Seahawks' recipe for success with Pete Carroll, it's to run the football, um, maintain the foot, maintain uh, ball possession, and play stout defense. And e- even last year, it was kind of like a bend-but-don't-break defense. They gave up a lot of yards, but 
didn't necessarily give up a lot of points. And this year it's kind of the opposite. They're just, while well, they're just giving up points, period. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's frustrating. And one of the things that's extremely frustrating about it is that when teams run the football on you at will and are able to do that, it is probably one of the most, if not the most demoralizing thing in football. And, and I think I heard Jason talking about this a few weeks ago when I was listening to him, listening to the show. And he said, you know, you know, it's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, Hey, they're just saying we're running the ball, try to stop us. And when you can't do it, it's when you impose your will on a team like that, it's extremely demoralizing. And it's kind of sad because you look at the Seahawks, nobody expected Geno Smith to do what he's doing this year. And it's amazing. I did a breakdown in a piece that I did for Black Press on him. And Mm -hmm. just looking at some of his numbers, I mean, they're mind-boggling. I mean, I've never seen a 31-year-old have a breakout season in any sport. I think that's what we're seeing by, with Geno Smith. And unfortunately for the Seahawks, their defense isn't living up to their end of the bargain. They have 103 points scored in their last three games, and they're 1-2 and two against not outstanding competition. Like, you couldn't have asked for more from Geno Smith. It's almost, you know, I, again, we didn't have super high expectations for this season, Jason and I. We kind of figured that the lower they finish in the standings, the better it is for the draft process. But there is something to be said for wasting – an opportunity when a guy, whether he's the future at quarterback or not, has gone and played as well as Geno Smith has played. Again, I never thought in a million years that I'd be looking at a Seahawks game this year where the total for any game is 51 and a half, and that's what it is on Sunday when they host Arizona. Yeah, and you know what? Do you, do you take the over in it? I probably would. Why not? Just Why not? With the, the way that you know the Seahawks defense is playing, and they got a really tough test going, to be, going up against Hollywood Brown, probably one of the best receivers in the league. So, um, man, um, I, I look at Holly. If you've got Hollywood Brown in your fantasy league this year, I think you should be a happy camper. Or probably, yeah, this week, because I think he's going to put up some decent numbers. And right now, the Seahawks, man, like you said, their defense, even though, I mean, you look at their secondary, Tariq Woolen's been a great, great, you he's know, been really good. playing great at corner, right? But other than that, I mean, where are the real highlights with the Seattle defense? Well, I never thought that they would miss Jamal Adams this much, but we just had Brady Henderson on the show, and he said, look, the two things that Adams was really known for, all of his flaws included, but one of them was his ability to rush the quarterback as a guy in the secondary, and then two, someone that could always help the run coming in from that the, the secondary as well. So if you look at it, it makes sense. He's out for the year, and all of a sudden they've had real problems stopping the run. Hey, Moj, this has been a lot of fun, man. Thanks a lot for doing this. We really appreciate it. I, I don't know if I have – a food-related ask us anything here. Why does it have to be food? Well, because that's all what we do. We, we do that every week. It's a tradition. Yeah, Actually, how, more, oh, you know what? But, but speaking of food, I do want to ask, how was the uh, meal at the Caravettas last week? Oh. So it starts off with homemade tagliatelle, like in a tomato sauce, pasta. Yeah. Then we graduate to the meats, and the meats were like sausages, um, there was like a pork shoulder that was done in a tomato sauce with a hint of vinegar. Mm. Then there was also sausages and meatballs that seemed to be, they like they were cooked in tomato sauce for what it seemed like weeks. They were so soft, so tender. <laughs> then we had grilled vegetables. Then we went to the salad. And then we wrapped up with the cannoli, some lemoncello. Of course, Whittingham brought a lot of wine. Um, but <laughs> we drove back to the hotel. We took an Uber back to the hotel, like because Julio's mom lives out in Etobicoke. We drove back to the hotel. It was 7 o'clock in Toronto, which made it 4 o'clock in Vancouver. And I was in a food coma, passed out. <laughs> in the Uber. Swear to God. 
I was just like, I was done. I mean, I was so full. It was just amazing. And just, uh, it, it's so cool. And, you know, obviously having lost my mom uh, about 10 years ago now, just to have, you know, see that experience where a guy gets to still see his mom and all of that, uh, it was pretty cool. So if your mom's still out there, don't take it for granted. Try to spend as much time as you can with her. I'm going to go see my mom today. Uh, no, I got a golf actually. I've got a team. <laughs> after that, we'll go. <laughs> after that, I'll give I'll go I'll text her. Yeah. I'll text her from the course. Moj, do you want to do and ask us anything that's non-food related cuz I think we could have some fun with this one. Okay. okay. Ask you anything. It, it, uh, no, 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 no. You don't you don't ask me anything. This is one from the listeners and it's for all of us. Adam the former bath guy texts in, "Ask us anything. What would your roles be if you guys were in the circus?" So, for example, I would obviously be the lion tamer because that is the glory role in the circus. Oh, that was obvious. I think Halford's got his eye on knife throwing. I'm actually on a Wikipedia page with uh, various circus skills listed. I can't do heights. I can't do heights. So no trapeze, nothing like that. There is, there is one that it's, it's listed as buffoonery. <laughs> I want that one. I, you know, what? I feel like that that'd be a good one I for Halford. He's a buffoon. Uh, if you were in the circus mode, what would it be? I mean, obviously acrobat, but if there's yes. something besides no. that, like right now, the way my body's feeling, probably a security guard. But <laughs> back, in the, back in the heyday, uh, in my twenties, if I was in the circus at that point, probably I'd probably go strongman. Yeah, strongman. Yeah, you yeah. know, takes the, the big sledgehammer and smacks the bell, and the thing goes up mm-hmm. vertically. So yeah, that's probably what I'd be. Or even just the weights are fake, like they look yeah. heavy, but they're actually not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's foam. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I've never said this before, but because I don't think you can actually ace. Well, uh, ask us anything, but I think that's the perfect answer. Moj would be the circus strongman. I think you got a hundred percent on the test, Moj. So well done. Thank you, guys. Have a great Thanks, weekend. Thanks, Moj. You too, buddy. Enjoy it. Uh, that's Bob the Moj Marjanovic. Remember, reminder, sorry, it is the Bombers in BC, a BC place to take on the Lions Saturday night, 7 o'clock. But it's not really the Bombers. It's the Bombers' backups. Okay. Just to be clear. I don't they're think not playing I don't think they're team? playing any of their starters. It doesn't look really? like. Really? Well, they'll like play three games left. They'll play some. Well, the game doesn't mean anything to them. Yeah, I know. It's like, why bother getting a guy hurt? You could do his Liz Frank. Well, hopefully. Liz Frank, Jason. So I'm I'm reading all these circus roles. Yep. There's a lot of roles that are named after countries. What? Like what it's it's about? weird. It almost seems like not politically correct. Like you've got the German wheel. Okay. I don't know what that is. It's probably there's, a wheel from Germany. There's the Danish pole <laughs> pole. Not to be confused with the Chinese pole. Do not make any jokes. Too easy. The Russian swing. I've been on one of those before. <laughs> the Spanish web? What is the Spanish is the, web? Is there still a guy that fires another guy out of a cannon? Is that still a role? Because I would, I, that would be mine. You'd be the that. guy firing the guy or the I guy in the cannon? I want to be, be the guy firing the guy out of the cannon. I believe that's the French cannon. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what And Moj is. is the strong man. Like he's like the guy from Family Guy. Like, come, Bonibus. Like he's, he's that guy. Curled up mustache. Yeah, yeah, is there exactly. like a contortionist job? Yep, I used to yep. be able to do the splits. Oh, yeah, so maybe I can get back to doing that. I don't know if that would get it done. Well, no, I could expand <laughs> on that. I, wouldn't I could just, stretch my legs half a meter. Do is, that is he doing the splits again? <laughs> Why is Greg in the hospital? Oh, uh, well, you know. It's the worst circus I've ever my been keys. to. Okay. Uh, well, we can't go to break, can we? We'll screw up the clock. I kind of wanted to do a whole, it's let's early. get into uh, humanoid what we learned and ask us anything. I guess we can do ours right now. 
We've got a few. Did you guys do any What We Learns? Do you have anything I have a What We learned. Okay, why don't we start with Laddie, What We Learns, and then we'll go to a quick break and we'll come back and we'll leave a lot of time for the listeners and their submissions for What We Learns and Ask Us Anything. Laddie, go. What We Learned, the boy from Richmond, Troy, Troy Stetcher, is good at getting under the skin of Sidney Crosby. You guys see him get into it? I did not. With Sid? No, I didn't at all. Yeah, they were roughing each other up, pushing each other's helmets off, and then Sid gave him a Two-hander right to the back of the legs. Really? Yeah. Did he get a penalty? Uh, I don't know. I just saw the clip on Twitter, but uh, Mark Mathot mm-hmm. retweeted it, and as you know, he's got a history with Sidney Crosby and right. swinging his stick. He lost his finger. Oh, that's right. He chopped from off, Sidney he chopped Crosby off swinging his stick. So I guess Crosby hasn't really learned his lesson. No, Stetcher didn't lose good, his leg, uh, did he? Uh, he acted like he did, okay. but uh, I don't know if he's actually injured. So for, for those that are unaware, uh, Troy from Richmond, better known as Troy Stetcher, uh, he is now a member of the Arizona Coyotes. Mm-hmm. He's one of the guys, unfortunately, for other NHL markets, when they're like, who he play for, they play right. the game, and it's like, oh, Troy Stetcher's in Arizona had no idea. He's bounced around a lot the last He's going season. to ASU at the same time. Yeah, he's got a backpack. He's first year, choice, really. First it comes year with the job. anthropology. Yeah, Rush Week, he was really excited about it. Friday <laughs> was going to join. He's also growing a mullet for the arena. Is he really? No. I think he already had one. Mullet Arena. Come on. The first mm, pictures yeah. came out, though. ASU had a, had a game there. But they don't play there for another month, right? The Coyotes. It's small, man. So it, it's it, a but, small rink. It's yeah. It's I mean, I don't even know what to compare it to. They're gonna be so bad. What's the allure gonna be after the third twelve nothing game? Like, uh, is it gonna be John, that exciting to go? Well, down and I see a game? I do yeah. wonder if the ticket prices are gonna drop to where you start getting like the kids on campus going to the games and filling it. Just because there's nothing I don't else think so. to do. Are they uh, even gonna go? Is that interesting I, to anyone? The, the tickets would have to drop yeah. an amazing amount. Mm-hmm. And they'd have to be show up on the secondary market for like. A I bet they've sold a lot of their tickets already through season's tickets because you don't have to sell many, right? No, and you get to see I mean, the other team. There's I guess. a bunch of rich people in Arizona. They'll be like, "Yeah, I'll get season's tickets, whatever." Like, I'll go to five games. In Tempe, right? Tempe, yeah. Arizona. I just um, think I just think it's going to be uh, an embarrassment with the arena. Uh, I think it's going to be an embarrassment the team. Like the Penguins, absolutely dominated Arizona and I know it's just a preseason and the, the Coyotes didn't have all their quote-unquote stars playing in Vancouver but they got seven shots against the Canucks was it seven or eight it was under 10 oh no Patrick Demko had a seven yeah. save seven shadow, like which they, we didn't talk about enough. you know and, and and you're talking about how um you know Stetcher and Crosby got into it I don't know when it happened in the game but mm-hmm. that Canucks Coyotes game nearly kicked off just because the Coyotes were being so badly beaten. And then there were some hits, like Curtis Lazar threw a hit. And, like, it was almost like a beer league game where you're kind of like, these guys are just going to be so frustrated that they're just going to, I don't know, start fights all the time. Hey, man, we got to go to work tomorrow. (laughs) By the way. uh, (laughs) A game to play tomorrow. This is kind of related, but kind of not. But my my bold Caliente prediction is now that everyone's kind of gotten their home openers out of the way, except for the Canucks and everyone, you're going to start to see stories and tweets about uh, low attendance in NHL arenas. For example, uh, the Flyers game on Saturday against the Canucks in Philly. Like Charlie, Charlie O'Connor came on from the Athletic and said, there's not going to be a lot of people paying attention to that. Like, let's be honest. There's a Phillies player. Apparently the Oilers didn't sell out their home opener. They did not. That's yeah. right. Uh, you can people, get in People the... were like, like, no, the food is too expensive. Yeah, it is. It's like $80 for chicken strips. Uh, it, it, you can get into the Flyers game on Saturday for 24 bucks right now uh, on the secondary market. So uh, you're going to see it in a couple different places. I don't know what Arizona is going to be like by the time they finally get there. Um, Buffalo was actually happy that they played to 85% capacity 
yesterday. They didn't hit the full 100, but they had a better showing. Like they were playing somewhere in the neighborhood of like 50, 60 percent cap. And I mean, again, it's your home opener. You expect a bump in attendance. But with baseball playoffs going on, the NBA season's going to start start soon, and the NFL in full swing. This is when you'll start. I'm just telling you, for those of you that want to know what's coming next in the news, you're going to start to see some of those. Ah, they're really papering the building tonight. Or oh, a lot of empty fans dressed up as empty seats. Those kind of tweets, they're going to be coming the next couple of weeks. Empty fans dressed up empty as empty seats, seats. Dressed up as they're fans. They're dead inside. Fans dressed. I can't do it. I like you know the te- getting back to the, what we learned. I like the text saying, uh, Troy from Richmond has that dog in him. He does have that dog as, in him. As uh, Chris Faber would say. Uh, we got to do our NFL picks. <laughs> I our know. locks of the week. Cow. Um, you know what? Let's do it coming back from break. Okay. I don't have one at the Well, ready. let's go to break early then, and we'll just have an extra long What We Learned Ask Us Anything segment on the other side of the Halford & Bruff Show on Sportsnet 650. Time now for Sportsnet 650 traffic from the City News 1130 Air Patrol. The good news is clear of a crash in Coquitlam. That was Highway 1. Welcome to Kelowna, California. West Coast. Coast. <laughs> yeah. Kelowna, baby. Best place in the world right here. Hey, 29 on a Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. Halford Bruff, Sportsnet 650. I've promised myself to slow down a little bit and not talk as fast so I don't get the classic Halford Irish tongue. But we do need to speed things up in this final half hour because we have a lot to get to, right? So here we go. Ready, set, go. Halford and Breath of the Morning is brought to you by the Delari family of Acura dealers. Experience the Delari difference today by visiting your nearest Delari Acura dealer today. Boom. Next one. Uh, Campbell and Pound real estate appraisers. Trust the expertise of Campbell and Pound. Visit them on the internet at campbell-pound.com today. Boom. NFL picks go. Well, I, first of all, I wanted to say Hurry that up! We're coming to you live from the Kintec studio. Kintec Footwear and Orthotics, Canada's favorite orthotics provider, supported by over 1,500 five-star Google reviews. Find your perfect fit at Kintec.net. Before okay. you go, did you hit last week? Because I did not. No. The Seahawks screwed me because they couldn't stop Taysom Hill. No, I had Tampa Bay minus 10, and they had a 21-0 lead. Sure did. And then Atlanta snuck back into it and maybe should have been able to sneak a little further yes. into it, but uh, the referees were protecting Tom Brady, um, my lock of the week this week is another minus 10 game. You love these double digits. Because I'm what's called a bad sports gambler. But it's true, he is. Carolina is terrible. And even if they might get a new coach bump because Matt Rule got fired, they're heading to L.A. to play the Rams. Baker Mayfield is questionable, Could and he's an not upgrade. good anyway. Could be an upgraded quarterback. Can you name me... The the quarterback who's most likely to play is PJ Tucker, PJ Walker. Ah, it's PJ. Damn it! I think PJ Walker in his NFL stats, he's played nine games. He has two touchdowns and eight interceptions. PJ Tucker plays in the NBA, so it'd be hard for him to be in the NFL as well. Well, he's actually might be their third best quarterback though. (laughs) 
So I'm going to take the Rams, who I, I get it. They haven't looked good in the last two weeks. Uh, they lost to the 49ers. They lost to the Cowboys. Those are two really good defenses, though. The 49ers and the Cowboys might have the two best defenses that, yeah, it's, in, in the, the NFL. The Cowboys defense has been tremendous the, last year. The Rams are 2-3. and three. They're at home. They're desperate. they got to get back at least to 500. Um, they're still expected, you know, actually they're probably not expected to win the division now. That would probably be San Francisco as a favorite to win the division. Still, I'm going to take the Rams, minus 10 over Carolina. Luck of the week. Uh, I actually made this pick early in the week when the lines first came out. Uh, breaking, breaking. Patrick Mahomes is an underdog this weekend. Let me repeat. Patrick Mahomes at home is an underdog this weekend. Yeah, because the Bills are in town. Yeah. I don't even I don't even need any analysis. If you're going to give me Mahomes as a dog, he's got that dog in him, at Arrowhead, if he's under the age of 40, uh, I'm taking Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> like, there's, there's no analysis needed. Just take your money and put it on the Chiefs plus two and a half at Arrowhead. I don't care who the opponent is. It's Patrick Mahomes as an underdog at Arrowhead. Lock of the week. Lock. Week. Humanoid time. Uh, Andy has been prepping furiously for this one. Fire up the dot matrix. Now, a question came in earlier. I apologize. I don't have the submitter in front of me. The question was, do you already have your Halloween costume planned out? I turned it to Andy because he's the biggest Halloween enthusiast of us all. But he's on the record as saying he doesn't dress up much for Halloween. That However, is true. That is the, the, the that is the weird thing about me. Mm-hmm. I've, I went as that, Ghostface. That's the weird thing. Well, one of many. I went as Ghostface from Scream for about nine years in a row, and I realized yeah. I, I have a problem. I should stop doing this. I before. went as Al Bundy for at least a decade. That was a good costume. <laughs> it was. Everyone gave it, like, it, he didn't put a lot of effort into Got it, it ready to go. also very yeah. Al Bundy. But every, when everyone saw it, they were like, the guy, the guys saw it. The girls went. Ugh. I got a, I got good ones for you guys though, and I I hope our stream is good to go for Halloween Day because of course Halloween is on Monday. So, so we you want to be... dress up Halford and Bruff is what you yes. want to do here. Not okay. me personally, but that would be very could, weird. Could be fun. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, we hopefully will be streaming on Halloween Day because it's a Monday. So I really would like you guys to do this if you can. There's three different options. One is just for Bruff. I think Br- I don't know who you would go as Halford to compliment him. Mm-hmm. Bruff should go as Larry King, yeah. just because you know I could see him in the suspenders. He al- already is leaning over into the mic, and all we need to get him to do is chain smoke live, and you're pretty much <laughs> it would there. Look funny, yeah. So Larry King would be golden. I'm also a radio legend. That's <laughs> well, true. Yeah. 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 I could be one of his seven <laughs> ex-wives. <laughs> Okay, next. Um, the obvious one, because you're Michael and he's Jason, you go as Mike, Michael Myers, he goes as Jason from Friday the 13th. Or that's, vice versa. That's an, oh, that's yeah. actually pretty good. That's not you bad. That, that's, that's, not an, bad. E- that's an easy one. I and then, of course, Jason, is there another Jason. Friday the 13th coming out? There's another uh, Halloween coming out. Another and this, Halloween. And they're, oh, right, with, with and they're promising Myers. this is the last one. <laughs> I thought the last sw- one was the last I one. I swear though. this is the last one is what they say. But Are they going to keep lying to us? Yes. Because uh, it's money, but uh, the, and the other one I thought about, and I've thought this before on the old station as well, and a very easy one for you guys would be to go as uh, Wayne and Garth from Wayne's World. Yeah, like, you I could do that as well. Yeah. Wayne and Garth would be a slam dunk, and I just hope we have the stream ready in time because I really want to see you guys dress up on Halloween Day. I think we could do a good Bert and Ernie too. Oh yes, Bert and Ernie would be great. Yeah, yeah I mean obviously down. Bert, obviously Ernie. Yeah. I'm pointing at Bruff. Why to do you Bert. mean? Why do you mean obviously? <laughs> well, because yeah. Bruff's tall and lanky, and you're <laughs> not. <laughs> 
<laughs> God damn you, hey dog. And Bert and 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 uh, stop eating cookies in the damn bed. Bert, <laughs> Come Bert, on, Bert. Don't don't yell at me, Bert. Bert also gets quite annoyed with Ernie. Yes, exactly. And There's yeah. so oh. many angles. Honestly, yeah. like an onion, keep pe- peeling the layers. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, Bert and Ernie. There we go. We decided. <laughs> okay. So please do this. A lot of Ernie tendencies. I swear to God, I have to say your you average your average you viewership on the stream <laughs> will go up about tenfold if you actually do Bert and Ernie. So we'll be up to ten. Yes. Russ got that Bert in him. Um, uh, <laughs> what's this Bert per sixty? <laughs> Come on, Bert. Okay, everyone, shut up. Right. Um, we d- okay just to put a bow on this. One year when we were working in an office together, they did like a man. You have to dress up for Halloween. So uh, I went as Idaho. I had the piece of paper, <laughs> like Ralph, and I carried around a potato the, the whole day. And Jason put a leaf on the brim of his hat so that it dangled down in front of his mouth. And then anytime anybody asked him what his costume was, he would go, I'm a leaf blower. Yeah. I was, I was fired a couple months later. Yeah. I wasn't, uh, HR was I wasn't like, all in on that job. HR was like, both of you are idiots. Please leave. Anyway. Uh, okay. Let's, let's go, go to the listeners to the here. Listeners. Uh, ask us anything from Matt and Abby. Uh, are we not printing out submissions anymore? We did. Or? We did it, oh, my okay. friend. Uh, Matt right and Abby, print. ask us anything. Would you rather go to a football game with no touchdowns or a baseball game with no runs. This is an obvious answer, right? This is a totally obvious one. You take the baseball game with no runs for two reasons. First of all, it's a pitching gem, right? So you admire the pitching. Also, you're probably out of there pretty quick. No guarantee it's a pitching gem, though. What if they're swinging at those pitches like the one that bounced in the other day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all of those jerks and profile, wasn't yeah. it? That, yeah. that was terrible. Um, Matt and Abby, a baseball game with no runs means you possibly watching a no-hitter, which yeah. is one of the rarest things in sports. So, I mean, that's... You can beat traffic two hours, get out of there. It's again, with the traffic. Game. This Again, with the traffic. Yeah. But yes, I've the, turned the, into such an old man. My <laughs> idea of going to the games is basically, when are we going to get out of there? Is this pitch clock going to hurry up? <laughs> 7.30 start. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. That is a bit late. Gary Garrison, ask us anything. Which game, or games, plural, are you more likely to go to? The Warriors, the Giants, or the Abbey Canucks. Um, That's the Vancouver Warriors, not the Golden State Warriors, yeah, right? Yeah, the answer is Golden State Warriors. Uh, no, I, I think it would be the Abbey Canucks. I went out last, was it last year or two years ago? Anyway, I went out when we were like very much in the throes of w- the pandemic. You know, right, remember yeah. that, that, that window where things opened back up, but it still sucked to go anywhere? Because it was just you couldn't do anything, yeah. right? Yeah, it was like that first summer, I think. Yeah, summer twenty twenty. So anyway, we went out to Abbotsford, and I just kind of felt like we didn't really get the full Abbotsford experience. I'd right? like to go; that'd be fun. I'd like to go to an. We Abbotsford. should go. I'd like to give it another shot, and I want to spend the night. If any of you have like a couch or some sort of cot, and you don't mm-hmm. mind having one and or two guys sleep at your place, we do a good Bert and Ernie. Yeah, and then we can do that for breakfast. I think Abbotsford has hotels. Pretty sure. I'm trying to save money here. We just talked at the break about how expensive everything is. Yeah. True. All right. Andy's got to shop at Costco. You got to buy in bulk now, right? It's true. Yeah. Some uh, of us have Abbotsford hotel money, and others don't. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> I, and it could be like an hour. Could I speak to the concierge, please? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. sir. This is a Motel 6. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Uh, let's do some more Ask Us Anything's from the Humanoids. Uh, actually, this is a what we learned. Okay. Devin in Saskatoon, and I'm surprised we actually haven't mentioned this on the show already. What we learned, I learned, this is Devin's description, not mine, an average defensive center who finished 46th in points per game for centers last season is in some world a quote-unquote number one center. What a wild thing to say, even for an agent. Yes, Pat Morris. 
the agent for Bo Horvat did go on Donnie and Dolly yesterday and call Bo Horvat a number one center. A few and places he'd be a number maybe one Maybe on the Coyotes. Yeah, but. Arizona. He's he's gonna get paid, man, and and I and I wonder. You know, three or four months ago, I was pretty confident that Horvat would be an easy signing and that they probably wouldn't sign JT Miller. Shows what I know, right? They prioritized JT Miller. Right after that, Jim Rutherford comes out and says, yeah, we feel less pressure to get Horvat signed now. And he said, we were a little worried that we might lose both of them, but we got Miller done. And they've also got Pedersen under club control. So those are your top two centers. So if you're a team that has needs elsewhere <clears throat> on the blue line, yeah, I'm not even talking about like trade-wise here, using Horvat as a trade chip. I'm just talking about cap space allocation. Are you going to allocate that to a third-line center who wants number one center money? It would just seem crazy to trade your captain in the middle of a season where your motto is unfinished business <laughs> and your head coach has said it would be a huge disappointment if we missed the playoffs. I'm fascinated to see how this plays it would out. Just, it, I mean, I, again, I've followed this franchise enough to know that sometimes things just happen. You're like, didn't see that coming. Well, it so is, that could be it, but it just seems crazy to me. And, and, and listen, I'm not one of these people that doesn't understand the value that Horvat does bring to the team. But he's a good center. He he has a role. And if you trade Bo Horvat, and let's say you get a defenseman back, right? Well, then you better find another center. Right? Like you're going to what if what if JT Miller over the next few years, eh, maybe he's better on the wing. Mm-hmm. Right? What if I mean, don't you just need a, a good third line center? Do you remember how long the Canucks were looking for a third line center? It's like, can it be Adam Gaudet? Yeah. Right? And then so you're right back to that. It, it wasn't. I remember when uh the remember the Blue Jackets Predators trade, Ryan Johansson and Seth Jones. Yeah. So Seth Jones goes from Nashville to Columbus, and that was like a both like kind of a needs thing, right? Yeah. When Columbus traded Ryan Johansson, they're like, yes, we finally got that defenseman. And they're like, we don't have any centers yeah, now, though. Damn it, right? Like, it's kind of like it's it's the definition of, what is it, robbing Peter to pay Paul or whatever, sure. the, whatever the saying well, is. Both, right? two steps back. both yeah. parties kind of agreed that that was a position of strength, though. Like, if you were going to draw from somewhere. More the Predators with their defense. Yeah. I mean, than, the, the, than, than the Jackets with, well, who else did they have at center in Columbus? Uh, there was, was another. Like Boone Jenner? There was another guy there that they were kind of thinking they could take that next. It might have been Boone Jenner, actually, but. Um, the, they, they who was fe- the center they lost in the expansion draft to Vegas? Who had that great v- Wenberg, right? No, Carlson. No, no, it was Wenberg. They did have Wa- Wenberg, though. Yeah, but they had Wild Bill Carlson. Right. Okay. So he was a fourth liner with Torts, and then he right. scored forty-one goals the next year. Uh, Colby and Chilliwack ask us anything. Hey guys, I found out a couple weeks ago I'm having my fifth boy. Wow. Wow, Col- Colby and Chilliwack. Congratulations, man. That is awesome. He then writes. You don't hear that much from like people that live in Vancouver. Oh God! Right? Number like, five. <laughs> we have five. We have five boys. Yeah. yeah. I found out I'm getting a fifth. We live in the lane. <laughs> Goldfish. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to decide what sports team to start establishing. Got to be hockey, right? Thoughts? Uh, do the math, Colby. You're going to need an extra one to do an entire hockey lineup because you're going to need a goalie. Can't disrespect the goalies, right, Greg? Um, That's gotta, right, Mike. Go back. That's right. <laughs> that is correct, Half Dog. Let's go, Blue Jays. <laughs> Got that right. Uh, um, Basketball is the right answer. 
Speaking of, I, I, I was going to try and work this into what we learned or whatever. Have you seen how fractured the Golden State Warriors now are now ever since this Draymond Green, Jordan Poole incident? Uh, no, I haven't. Yeah, like Steve Kerr was up there and he's like, this is by far the worst thing we've ever gone through as a group. And everyone's kind of saying like, there's no way that these two are going to be able to coexist for an entire season. Like Draymond's doing the media availabilities right now. Jordan Poole still hasn't talked to the media, but I was listening to a clip this morning and Draymond, they asked him how they're going to get it together and get it right. right. And he honestly said, he's like, uh, we're professionals. So we're going to be professional. I was like, well, that's desperate. That's that yeah. desperation when you're falling back on that. Did like, they ever figure out how that video got out? Cause it was like an internal, they're still trying to yeah. track down the perp. Like, I was looking at his bank account. Cause apparently TMZ paid a lot of money for that bad boy. But. Right. You know, there are flashpoints. In- I've noticed our assistant video guy is driving a pretty nice car. <laughs> a really nice watch all the time. <laughs> Wasn't he an intern? Come here and paying him money. Um, I, I, there are certain flashpoints. It's happened throughout the course of, especially doing this, where you, you hear about an incident and then you see the incident and it becomes two totally different things, right? And this is one of them where everyone's just like, how do you come back from that? Even if there have been decades and decades of countless uh, practice punch-ups that didn't get caught on film, like for better or for worse or fair or not, it did. And I don't know how they're going to move past it, but it's going to be incredibly fascinating to watch because remember, they are the defending NBA champions. I haven't asked us anything that I've been wanting to ask for a little bit sure. right now. And it's non-sports related, so I apologize. I think we've done a lot Here of sports comes talk. The, let's stick to sports. Already. Uh, my ask us anything. Okay. I want you guys listening. Laddie, pay A-Dog, attention. Alfred. I'm paying attention. Dogs. If someone made a clone of you, okay. would you like or hate the clone? Depends if he's better at stuff than me. If he's no, more, he's, does he's, everything the he's same. You literally you know what exactly. a clone is? No, but yeah, but he can still outperform me. No, <laughs> can you? Get, it's wait, possible. See, the dog is... in you is also cloned. Oh, yeah, right? like it's you. It's you. You're... It's you. It's the clone same thing. of you. It's an yeah. exact same copy. So I would. The clone would be nervous about you outdoing it. That would be its. That would is how. So it, it's it basically like that. a like a. It's a. It's a just a complete copy of you it's Replica. developed and anything it doesn't need to like learn how to speak english and i think everything. i'd be like, friends with it would you yeah you I think like so. yourself yeah i think so i would hate my clone i could see that i yeah. would yeah. absolutely <laughs> despise <laughs> my clone can you imagine like all the things no. that you don't like about yourself that guy next to you is doing them yeah yeah mm-hmm. i can see that Repe- right repe- repeatedly yeah yeah because you got to remember like it's like can you stop sniffing just can we get you a tissue see I can't. Right? I don't need two of that. Also, you know? if you like <laughs> your alone time, like you're stuck with your clone now. And he. No, but you know what? The clone, if it was truly a clone of me, we wouldn't spend was, much time yeah, together. That's true, right? You would never see it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Wars, at least your clone. Yeah. W- yeah. Now we're getting down the rabbit hole here because your clone would have the self awareness to know that you suck. And yeah, you'd be like I want to spend like as it. little time. with You know, these two just possible. don't like each other. Yeah, you know? they don't get along. I thought you were the same person. <laughs> Screw you, pal. I'm sure he's it's miserable. Like oil and water, except they're identical. Yeah. I'm miserable right now, so I'm guaranteeing you this guy's miserable right now. So that's just yeah, Laddie. Right. That, they, just, they just take. I'm, you, I'm on your side. Would you I, like I, or hate your clone? I don't think I would like my clone. I yeah. think I would annoy myself quite a bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I just be like, well, can you stop being so abrasive all the time? And yet, and yet Laddie would be like, again with the goalie stuff. We get it. You like goalies. I know. I've heard it before. <laughs> I can, there's no way I would like hanging out with myself. Yeah. There's no way. 
I do annoying stuff all mm-hmm. the time, right? I yeah. do, the question would be if I would hate my own clone more or Bruff's clone. I think <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaning toward Bruff's clone. I like being annoying, so I think I would enjoy annoying myself. So my clone would probably annoy me on purpose. So uh, there's uh, a lot of Texas. So there's a lot of. Can you go right to jail now. for murdering your own clone? Could you go to jail for murdering yourself? Yes, Andy. Murder. Would that be a crime? Yeah, if you murder someone, you go to jail. But it's, but it's you. No, but if it's your clone. Yeah, no, it's you. You don't own it. And even if you did own it, you still can't kill it. But it's you. No, it's it's not. You. I think you've got this totally wrong. It's a, it's its own. I'd be curious to theme. see how this would play out in the courts. I you got clone law? I got yeah. a pretty good idea right? how it would. How do you have a good idea? Because it's never happened before. <laughs> this is all hypothetical. If it's a person and you murder it, it's like you're going to trial. It's a it clone of person. All the clones would stand up for each other. They'd be like a clone movement. But then, you know, maybe we'd kill them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Here's so. a good text. You send the clone to work while you go golfing. That's a good but idea. But the clone would, would be upset about that. They know getting ripped off, yeah. right? It's not a dumb. If I know like, me, I need to establish. If it. I know me, yeah, <laughs> I'd be pissed. <laughs> He's gonna screw me over somehow. He's gonna tell my boss or something or other. Okay. Uh, so there have been quite a few texts about the Horvat situation with the Canucks and what. Quite a few telling us to shut up and stick to sports. What Pat Morris uh, had to say yesterday on Donnie and Dolly. So, point I was trying to make earlier before we got once again, the show derailed. Would they sign Bo Horvat's clone? I don't think I've ever been less confident that the Canucks are going to sign Horvat, which probably means they're going to sign him like today. But it just seems like there's a is the relationship fracturing right now? Not being able to get this deal done. Uh priority being given to guys like JT Miller. Mm-hmm. Um constantly saying like JT Miller's the best forward on our team or he was last season. Um, the new management group, and just the fact that cap-wise, the Canucks can't afford to pay Bo Horvat like a number one center, but his agent is sitting there going, well, he's a number one center. And hey, if I'm Bo Horvat's agent, first of all, and if I'm Bo Horvat, I'm, I'm like, hey, you know what? Any chance of a hometown discount? I'm not exactly feeling the love right now. Mm-hmm. So I think that's off the table. And also, like, I'm going to get paid, right? Like I've I've spent years here mm-hmm. looking at guys get paid many of whom didn't deserve it. Right? Yep. I was a loyal good soldier and now it feels like I'm being I'm last in the pecking order. I'm really wondering if this team does love me like they say they do. Mm-hmm. Even when they say they want me back, it's not exactly like we're dying to have me back. New regime, right? That's the other part of this too. Coming in, taking a look at everything, seeing the long-tenured captain, and maybe they're just not with it. And that's fine. That's oftentimes how these things go, right? There's a regime change. There's a coaching change, general manager change. And then there's subsequent changes. That is an option that's on the table. I got to do another non-sports one because uh, this is something that I am very passionate about. Jay and OK Falls, uh, after doing the dishes at home, this is an ask us anything, do you leave the pots and pans in the second sink to air? Or do you towel dry them? I don't do either. Every single dish that ever gets used goes in the dishwasher. Dishwasher. Same. I don't care how big it is. Yeah. I don't care if it doesn't even get clean. The name of the appliance is dishwasher. Mm-hmm. That means it washes all the dishes. It's not pot washer. Do you have a? Good, it is. Do you any, have a, anything? Do you have a good knife? Yeah, it goes in there. I oh, don't really? Even, even your best knife? Then it's not a good knife. Correction. It used to be a good knife. <laughs> right. Now, now it's kind of rusted over. But I don't care. And I've had countless people complain. Yeah. I'll stack like three or four pots. To the point where I know it's not going to clean properly. But here's the thing. 
once it's been in the dishwasher and it comes out, it's clean. Yes, that's the rule. Yeah, mm-hmm. it yeah. doesn't matter if, if it's not clean. <laughs> How much food is stuck to your plates at home? Oh, I don't wash plates. That's for idiots. Those dishwashers have sensors on them. The dirtier mm-hmm. you put the dish in, the more it's going to work. What if the bowl gets turned upside down in the dishwasher, and then when you take it out, mm. full of water? Bad. Would you towel dry that, or do you have a rack? You just dump the water you out. just put it back in the dishwasher? Yeah, or, or you're like, don't waste that water, and you use it to clean other dishes by dumping it back in the dishwasher. Right. These are hard and fast rules. Soapy wants to know who'd win in a uh, uh, arm wrestle between you two. If you guys uh, arm wrestle, wait for the video to be back. Wait for the video. Uh, I don't want to arm wrestle. We're not arm wrestling. No, who I've would got win? enough. Who am I, who am I, the fact Stallone? that Bruff wants to do it the least, I think Bruff thinks that Halford would win. I've got tendonitis in my. I've got golfer's elbow. <laughs> yeah, so do left actually, arms. it is left arms. That would not look good. For We'd both fall of us. off the table. <laughs> it would be so uncomfortable. How do they both get injured at once? Yeah. What well, a delicate dance. They're all tangled up on the ground. Um... I wait. I would love to hear Andy's call of that. Like he's going over the top. Yeah. Oh God! I over the table. Hey, there's another uh, timely movie reference. Uh, no said, one got it, did Sylvester, they? I said Sylvester Stallone. I said who am I? Sylvester Stallone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Andy, have you seen Over the Top? No. That's where he arm oh. wrestles for his child and for really? a truck and for I've an truck. I've never heard of this. And, a truck, yeah. and for like a rig, like he just really, I don't know. This is 80s. a movie. Yeah, Sylvester it's an arm Stallone wrestling movie. It's like a <laughs> he picks up he picks up his kid at a at a fancy private school. Because he's divorced, and I think his ex has remarried some rich guy, so yes. he doesn't have. This is me recalling this from memory, by the way. He I doesn't got have. IMDb, he, I got the IMDb page. He doesn't oh my have. God, a, and the poster is just incredible. Yeah, he doesn't have a great relationship with his kid, and his kid is kind of spoiled because he's been at this rich school. So he goes on a road trip with his dad, who is a trucker. Yep. Yeah, I see the truck in the poster. Yeah, what a and, poster! And, and the kid, you know what? The kid learns a few lessons. And he learned some respect for his dad, and his dad goes over the top. Does he you, grow along you, the way? Did you see this in theaters as a kid? Uh, it might have been direct to video. I think I watched <laughs> it on video, yeah. Uh, I don't think my dad was like, Jason, you want to go see the latest Sylvester Stallone arm wrestling movie? <laughs> he wins back his son and the World Arm Wrestling Championship. <laughs> that was the premise of the movie. But I guess going over the top is a move in arm wrestling. Yeah, I think that they thought there was going to be like an arm wrestling boom. Like, remember when Karate Kid came out and there was a karate boom? And it just never took off. Someone texted in here just three words. Wife is dead. Oh, sorry. His wife was dead. That's a really? hell of a thing to text in, though. Just wife sure is dead. I really well, need context on that. Check the, check the plot. That must well, be it, though. I left the page already. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Three words, wife is yeah. dead, about over the top. God, I hope that's about over the top. All right. So- it had a budget of $25 million. It's worldwide gross was $16 million. Oh, yeah. it was a flop? <laughs> they overestimated how much people wanted to see a guy arm wrestle for his son. How do you at- spend $25 million on an arm wrestling movie? At, at, at the box office, the movie did not go over the top. I feel like arm wrestling and yo-yo was peaked at around the, the same, you know. There was a lot of stuff in the Remember when we were all fascinated by Australian people? Yeah, there's that. Started with Crocodile, oh, yeah. Crocodile Dundee. Dundee. Great movie. Yeah, and, then, they, and then Yahoo series. I'll oh, see so you played Mafia Spoonie before. Yeah. yeah, they parried that in the parried that in The Simpsons. They were like, there was a there was a time when we were all fascinated with Australia. It was true. It was true. We had Aussie rules football come to BC Place, and like fifty thousand people went there. I remember. And then they were and, and they and we've told this story before. They they sold it as this like there's no rules, and then people went to see it. It was like there seemed to be quite a whistles for no rules. <laughs> There's a lot of rules. We all drank Fosters for a little while. It was Australian a fun thing. Yeah. 
Well, again, I haven't, I'm not even checking the in-basket, but I'll apologize to everyone yeah. for ruining your Friday by not talking about sports. But, hey. There was a follow-up to wife is dead. Rich grandpa trying to keep the kid. That's right. He's got that right. Uh, it's been a show, folks. It's been a show. That's Thank- actually how they wrote it back in the 80s. <laughs> They're just like, this is my pitch. Yeah. Wife is dead. Wife, wife is dead. Arm wrestler wants a truck. Rich grandpa wants the kid. First okay. of all, I love it. <laughs> that was just Stallone pitching that himself. Okay, we got to go. I got to follow go. up the Rocky. Uh, we got to go. But it's been fun. Thank you all for listening yet again. We'll be back on Monday. Signing off for now, though. Uh, I have been Mike Halford. He has been Jason Bruff. He's been A-Dog. And he's been Laddie. This has been the Halford and Bruff Show on Sportsnet 650.